swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Tranmere level against all the odds! Thomas fighting Morrison. Runners made a run ahead of him. Dick Runners is onside. Great chance here for Dick Runners. Straight by Belgate. What an opportunity for Malkin! He's done it! Hello and welcome back once again to This is Tramia, the official Tramia podcast. It is the January edition and we are holed up in the, uh, it's just a gold lounge we're in. No, private box again. Private Same room box. as we were in last time. Well, I don't pay, pay attention to these things. Uh, I'm Matt Hibbert, I'm here hosting Tramia fan for all my sins for um, since 1990 pretty much. So it's been downhill from there. Um, and I'm joined once again by the illustrious podcast panel. Please introduce yourselves. Jake Keogh, the unofficial voice of Tramia Rovers. <laughs> 2018, New Year, same me. Unbelievable. And Paul Harper, communications assistant at Tramia Rovers, Tramia fan since 1987. Assistant to the regional manager, let's just point that out. Indeed. What a show we've got lined up. We do, yeah. It's, uh... And that's the end of the show this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got plenty to talk about. It's obviously, we've got a big game coming up and there's a big game that we're going to talk about from the past. Ah, the past. How I love the past. Uh, yeah, so yeah, lots of, lots of talking points from the last few weeks. So uh, yeah, let's, let's get cracking. Let's get right into it then. Um, the foots, we last were here before Fylde, no, yeah, well, no, Geisley, Geisley wasn't, we just beaten Fylde. Yep. Um, form since then, we've had, obviously, I mean, I thought Geisley was a good performance. 4-0 didn't flatter us. It took We took a while to get the goal. But then, once we got the goal, it was, you know, 4-0 was a... And it was, it was that kind of game, wasn't it, where you sort of... You could see that Geisley just had to keep us out. And as soon as one went in, we were going to get a few. It was just even when we were going to get the first. Yeah, and I was there going the whole time, going nil-nil. It's, bra- it's brabbing season all over again. It's going to happen. I, I, I was in a different stand to a friend, and we were texting each other... And I, he was texting me saying, oh, we're, gonna, we're not going to win this, we are Same not going to win this game. And Same I was texting here. back saying, keep the faith, we are going to win this game. I thought it was going to be, a, a, I said, Andy Cook late on, I thought it was just going to be like an eight. I had... 1-0 you know, and you're dead. I remember North Therapy last year that Andy Cook had in like the 95th yeah. minute. I, that that was the sort of result I had in me. I would have took that. But then we scored nice and early in the second half and... The floodgates yeah, opened, the floodgates as they say. did open. It looked easy after that. Yeah, and then there was obviously the blip, this little blip against Fylde, which looks a good result now after uh, the Macclesfield game. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sick and tired of these New Year's Day aways. I'm fed up of them. <laughs> it's never end well. Well, like for a start, I'm in work till 6am on New Year's Eve. I'm getting in. I got in at 9am, got picked up by my mate. At like, I, had, I think I had ended up having an hour's sleep, got picked up. And I was like, we joked on the way in the car going, remember last year, Macclesfield? <laughs> Wasn't that a funny day? <laughs> Half an hour in. Like, I'm Three not happy. Down. I'm not happy. No. 
I'm not happy. At least everyone else around us was still pissed from the night before. We're, I'm there, like the only one sober. Hungover. I'm, that's the thing, like, I'm not hungover, but I feel it. Even though, you know, I was not drinking on New Year's Eve, and I'm just thinking, this, how is this worse? The only plus upside was we left five minutes to go, so we beat the traffic to get out. And we missed, well, we missed Connor Jennings' penalty, and we missed their calamitous fifth. Yeah. I haven't even watched the highlights back. Don't want to. Not interested. Okay, sound. Makes sense. I'm not blaming you, Paul, for the performance, but no, no. where were you? Where, <laughs> what were you doing there on the third goal? No, I know. I was I was just sat there, basically. Terri- it was typing. terrible, wasn't it? That typing and talking. It was a terrible performance. Yeah, it wasn't great. We got beaten by anyone that day. Like, I honestly Yeah, possibly, yeah. It was just... The only hope is that that was our last... Because you're going to get games like that. Like, look what happened to Macclesfield. I filed on Saturday. But you're going to get performances like that, aren't you? And, like, everyone was terrible that day, pretty much. I see maybe Bucko had or a game until... I think he did the header, didn't he, for the the fifth. No no one was above a five out of ten that day. No. But we've put that out of our system. And was a good performance at Barrow, although we... Right, struggle to get a point. Nice chances again, though. Ugh. Yeah, and then Ugh. solid win at Woking. Good win on Saturday. So. Yeah, so you know, Back seven after the last nine. After a little bump, like when when you're dropping points like that, and especially in consecutive games, you need to put like back-to-back wins together again, don't you? To feel like to feel like you've pr- to feel like you've properly put the bump behind you. You need to get like the back-to-back wins. Hundred percent. Especially with a tough away at Woking. Especially with like losing Maka. In the first minute, with, I mean, we should discuss that. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to write. Well, so I've done a little sort of schedule for the podcast. I was going to write a sketch. I was going to write. Um, let's discuss match officials, but I don't think I should. No, but, no, uh, we won't. Just, I don't want to go too much into officials because they are what they are, and it's hardest job in the world. But it's the hardest job in the world at times, and. Well, about being a GP under the stress of the NHS is only because of the Tory government. Am I right? <laughs> well, <laughs> you're not wrong. That's the po- oh, we're doing the politics podcast later. Does a GP we? have yeah, to yeah. F- figure out what's a dive and what's not a dive? Oh, they use VAR now, don't they? In, in Townfield or something? They still get it wrong. <laughs> They're going to the VAR. Is it the cold? Is it the flu? But yeah, these lions they stay off school. Don't get to which way into VAR because that'll take. That will be three three hours down the line, and we haven't even got to Wrexham yet. Yeah, we talked about it last time. Then we should, but Macca's injury is horrendous. Have you seen it? In, have you high. seen it in person, Paul? Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's quite. Bad. I'm talking about his injury. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've seen the other thing as well. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> surprise me about Macca. <laughs> I mean, before like we all saw the photo that his, his brother was. It put it up. So we were, like. Within half, while the game was still going on, that went viral on Twitter, and I don't know what we were all expecting when we f- the footage came out of the tackle. I, I, we all knew it was a fifty-fifty. So, excuse me, I'm going to burp. I'm going to purposely do it on the on the mic. <laughs> um, oh, you can take the boy out of Oxton. It's got to be the Oxton off the board. Church, the Woody boys. I still think it's a red card. You c- you can't do something to someone like that. His foot was high. It's a red card. It looks like a shark attack. Like, yeah. The wind. In defence of the 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 guy who did it, like 
Well, he was loyal. Sometimes the injury is worse than the tackle. So you can get a bad injury like, like the McCarthy one at the weekend, which was horrible. They're, those ones. That's like kind of accidental. Like, that was like Kirby's yeah. last year where it's just, it's not, you weren't even a tackle. Where, there's not really anyone at Where the, out, the outcome is, looks, looks bad and makes the tackle look bad. Uh, in his defence, like, like you said, it's fifty-fifty ball. He's he's high and studs up but and all that. Kind my of stuff. argument, it was it was a bad tackle. My argument would be in the fair. That was what fi- sixty seconds. Not in. even in the. It was so thirty seconds. Twenty seconds. Twenty so seconds into the game, he doesn't get sent off. If that's in the sixtieth minute, I think he gets sent off. I think if McNulty does and that, I don't. I goes. hate that. I hate, and it's the same. You, you hear it all the time where. He didn't give a penalty, but if it was on the halfway line, he would have given it. I hate, like, that's one thing about officials which does bother me, like, where they sort of bottle up decisions because they don't want to ruin a game. Well, it's like if you, if you commit a crime. They they can't, they don't, I don't know, it's, it, it it is just bottling a decision and because it's only a minute in and like I said, I think if that was the 70th minute, he'd have sent him off. Well, it's like if, if a crime is the same regardless of where it's committed. Do you know what I mean? If you nick a car from Echo Car Park, not that you'd want to now. But um, you nick a car from there, or you nick a car from our car park. It's regardless. It's nicking a car. It's the same. Don't nick cars, people. It's not like the it's same. They, the ones in the Echo Car Park are there to be taken. They're I'm like, sure they, I'm they're, sure they'd like it if they went into they're the, equivalent, them, they're the car equivalent of Macca's leg after the tackle. Gone. Potentially. <laughs> yeah. However, oh, so Macca's leg can still drive because he played on Saturday. I, c- I, <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe he played on Saturday. I can't even putting a shin pad on would be uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, if anyone though thought if any player in our squad would play through an injury like that, it's him, isn't it? Well, I'd suggest that he should have just played on anyway in the working game. You thought he could have played on? Uh, if he's, he's, he's playing like this now, plaster, just sort of yeah, what? bandage it up, just whack a plaster on it. I'm joking. Before I get lynched at the training ground tomorrow, let's hope that <laughs> happens. Let's film that. Paul's going to get the same injury as Maka and see if he can play on. <laughs> That'll be a good video. They'll be chasing him around the field while he's like doing recreations. Don't you? You've done the event, so let's recreate Mac's injury. Nice one. And then then, uh, 90 minutes of him running around because he said Mac should have played on. I vote. I vote for this. Jake? I think this is great YouTube content. Are you voting yes? Yes. Two to one, Paul. You've got to do it. We're a democracy in here. Okay. I'm willing to do the tackle on you as well. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Maybe some underlying issues in the team here. No, you know, I think someone's got to, I'm always willing to man up and step in when need be. Okay. A man's got to do what a man's got to do. Thank you very much. So that was, um, that was Woken, that was a big win, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, very big. And then Saturday, the, Saturday we had to grind it out. Yeah, it, tr- it should have been more comfortable, but. Difficult conditions made it sort of tricky to play good football, but it's them kind of games where the teams, the opposition team is just like, there's not much there, but they're just throwing balls into the box. I, I said, at the game I don't mind teams like that they knew what they were and they were good at it they were actually they were a good old fashioned non-league team every single player was six foot yeah, like yeah. even the full backs yeah I just looked at them and every time I was like they they are a big bunch of fellas them is that exactly what you said it's similar <laughs> and I said if there's one thing I know it's big bunches of fellas I know a lot about them and like, that's why people like Maka should be rested unless he's fit. He, we needed him, and in games like that, you need McNulty at the back. And yeah, how many yeah. headers did he win? Yeah, just a mountain. Of, I know he scored an Oggy, but like that, you know, that was just a 
No, I don't think it was. Well, that's because it weren't in the air. Yeah, exactly. He ran on his head. Yeah. He was just focused. He took all the attention away from his feet and put it all on his head for that game. I, like, he gets a lot of stick from people for some reason. I don't know why. I'm like, ever, ever since we signed him, I was like, he's, he's a top player at this level. <laughs> Any team in this league would have him. Definitely, yeah. He's the, by far, I think, the best defender in the division. And yes, he does have his sort of downsides. He's not the quickest, but you know that before you, you, He's got that. Team. He's a footballer. But he knows time. where to be at the right time and he's he's got that presence. I don't he, remember Ian Goodison he winning many hundred... centre-forwards. Yeah, he, he, I don't Centre-forwards don't want to come up against him. Ian Goodison winning many 100-metre sprints. But you don't need... Like, it's the same with both of them when people go, they're both getting on a bit and it's like they never had any pace to lose yeah. in the first I place. I said but psychologically, strikers don't want to come up against him. So already before he's even... But balls he's kicked, won half the battle. He's won half the battle. Well, do you remember the older shot game at home in the playoffs? He clattered their fellas about three times in the first five minutes. With Make, a fair tackle. Yeah. And um, it's about making that like statement in it early on. You let them know you're in the game here, son. And a lot of the players, they're just going to the shell, don't they? Speaking of statements early on, I remember his first game for us in the FA Cup qualifier to Lincoln. And his first game for us, he was Markham, Matt Reed. <laughs> and absolutely, been about 40 minutes. And you could see like he was good. He was bringing it down his chest. You could see like he was a cut above. And the ball comes into Matt Reed's face. He's got it back to goal. And McNulty, completely fair tackle, but just buried him from behind. <laughs> like, oh, I love... Like, it took me 40 minutes to probably say out loud, I love that man. And it caused a 3.2 on the Richter scale. <laughs> it was a minor tsunami in Thailand. But absolutely, completely fair. I can remember it wearing a foul, but absolutely smashed through the back of them and took the ball. And I thought, There's nothing better than one of them tackles. Guy, is there? I, Complete... I'm going to get used to watching this. Yeah. That's the guy, that's, that's the type of player he is, and that's like the fact that he played on Saturday and put in the performance he did. Arguably, I know North got man the match because he had a good game, but I think people, you almost forget. What the f- like? Ideally, when you go defenders at a good game, is you want them to have done nothing, don't you? That's the ideal situation. Is where you go keeper and defender did that had nothing to do because we won the game so comfortably. Yeah, yeah. Games like that, if you could work out how many headers he made, how many just blocks he made, and by all accounts, rides had a great game at Woking, like you know, yeah, going did. in and setting off. And Suts. Sutton's been probably our most consistent player this season with Bucko and Norburn, I'd say. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think the Ballon d'Or. The Ballon d'Or. Ballon d'Or. The designer award. <laughs> Ballon d'Or goes to show that it's harder to get credited for good work as a defender. Oh, it's we, a lot, yeah, we, we it's a lot easier to turn around and spot when a forward's done well because he scored two goals. He could, he could even have a bad game and score two goals, and you'll say, "Yeah, Noah's done well out there." If, you, if he has a bad game and scores two, you say he's done well out there. McNulty could not put a foot wrong all day. But if Norris has scored two, it's more than likely Norris is going to get man of the match. Yeah, and then you go, like in the games when we like we won four 0 three 0 and that, and you go didn't have anything to do, did he? Well, he did, but just it's not. It doesn't stay in your head, does it? What he the done, head of clearance and Norris, what he done looked so simple. Yeah, you don't. You remember like the the blocks, don't you? And the sliding tackles, like them, like the one I'm reading that, and they, they don't happen in every game. Hope you don't want to have to make those tackles, do you? But it's all about the Cruyff turn, the Matt Naughty turn. Oh, the yeah. Naughty turn. So yeah, Mackett, fair play, credit to him. And uh, yeah, defensively, I think we're really solid. And like Sooty, we got the Mack third, is a good partnership. I think we've got the third best defence in the league. 
Yeah, it seems a goal conceded. Yeah, but that's, that's very tight. That's a strong back line, and we've got players in there who can come in, like Evan Gums, right. Eddie, Eddie Clark, who missed out on Saturday. You know, there's a great battle at left back. You got obviously Mitch, who can come in, do a good job at right full back. So it's competition there, and it's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't it's want to nice worry. It's nice to have that depth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I saw definitely. Eddie Clark in DW Sports earlier, and he, you know, he was. Um, I thought. Have I put two and two together there? He was buying football boots. Yeah, indeed. In, in, ah, yeah, right. at Wrexham. Yeah. So there we go. If Wigan got on Saturday out of interest, I don't care, and it doesn't matter. Okay. Right, moving on. Yeah. So we've got a big game Saturday. Looking forward to it. <sighs> yes and no. Go on. Well, I think I'm just going to say what every Tramia fan is thinking. Tramia, big game. Big crowd. What, big crowd, big away following, a lot at stake. <laughs> Three 0 down in twenty five minutes on New Year's Day. <laughs> exactly. No, I d- I don't. I Is don't. it gonna? Are we gonna? There's two before. There's two ways this can go. Wembley or older shot away in the playoffs. Which which one's gonna turn up? We'll be there. We're turning up. We know we sold out. Older yeah. shot away in the playoffs. I do. I just. I don't know. I think Mickey will raise this. Mickey will raise this. And I think, uh, when I think about games like Wrexham, I think someone who's been at the club, like himself, like Jacko, they'll understand it. And I don't, as much as you don't overhype it, it's like where where he said, um, Alex Hay was saying he sent that message in the group chat to the former players. Yeah, after. That, That shows like his understanding of the club. And I think the players will go into this game I think the players will go into the, the game with this mindset that we'll, if we go and win this game, boys, we will win this league. And that, that is honestly the mindset I've got. Now, I think if we win on Saturday, we will win the league. It, it, yeah, it, it's hard to argue that point. I feel the... I think that is a not, not make or break, because don't be wrong, we're not broke if we don't win. But I think this, I think a win on Saturday could make us for the, for the running. Yeah, it, it, it's, that that for me would be the statement result of yeah. the, so far this season. Yeah. We haven't had that statement result yet. I don't think Sutton away was a, was a, a big one that I think we all needed. But this we can go there because you know they're a decent side. Go this and beat season. Wrexham and Mack in two weeks. They're a very solid. Again, they're not by all means. I've, I've watched a couple of times when they've been on the telly. They're not an extravagant open attack inside but as we saw when they came here down to 10 men they're solid they're organised they're the sort of team that normally gets wins this league you know, it's them sort of team isn't it it's not you know they might have one or two flary players but they don't concede I think have they got the best defence or is it or them and Dover I think isn't it yeah and then there's always there's not too many goals in their games no I mean they scored a few in the last since New Year's Day I think yeah and they signed Scott Quigley who seemed to be yeah. banging them in where's did they get Saturday. him from the Welsh Black, leagues Blackpool He's been at he TNS, TNS for ages. But yeah, so it's going to be a good game. I was looking at some stats. Go on. I was, well, um, In your free time, I hope. No, it was part of my job. Okay, I'll allow it. Where's uh, Coombsy? <laughs> Happy birthday, Coombsy. Right, um, 46 wins apiece in the head-to-head. 26 draws. So it's dead level Talk on the head-to-head. I don't know. Think go into that. Oh, come on, Paul, do your job. When you're yeah. drawing on wins and 
draws you're on the exact same point <laughs> is that it's home and away over the years yeah, over in all competitions and all competitive competitions yeah, all competitive games uh, it's obviously 4 3 5 we're a point behind they've got a game in hand as well um, it's all built up to be a classic we haven't, I get the feeling it's not going to be that it's just going to be two teams maybe cancelling themselves out and it could just be that little bit of magic and I just think that we've got more with magicians the in the team flair and the quality and the pace that we've got in the team now Compared to Wrexham, I just think we've got the slight edge, and if it's going to be a tight game, I think we've got that key to unlock the their defence. Two 0 Rovers, I'd have that. But I, I think I I, I've been saying it all day. Whenever anyone's asked me, I think goal in the first half, midway through the first half, thirtieth minute, and then we don't sit back. I'm not going to say we'll sit back, but obviously they've got to come out then. Yeah, and they'll come out, and they'll come out, and they'll come out, and eightieth plus minute, we'll get a second and just kill the game. Because at that at that point later on in the game they are going to have to, if we're one nil up whoever's in the lead the other team are going to have to come right out and I think at that point we'll just go and win it we'll go and seal it. Can I like what do I have to do to get this to actually happen? <laughs> well, I'll have a word. How much how much have you on the bank? If you transfer me at all, I'll put a few good words. Well, in. let's just wait till my tax return goes in to see how much I have left in the bank because I might have nothing left <laughs> after the tax man just has me off. Um, well, we all think of the classic 5-1 at Wrexham, oh. like 2005. But I think it would be even better on Saturday if it's nil-nil until the 93rd minute. In front and of then us. James Norwood scores a one-on-one with the goalkeeper. And it's just going to go off. I don't mean to like rub salt in the wound to them, and I don't want to upset them too much. But Maybe you do. But... I'd enjoy it a lot more if it was Conor Jennings or Jay Addis who put one in in the 90th minute. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> a Connor Jennings penalty in the 93rd minute, which well, which it's supposed it's a keeper on the back and then goes which in. Which was never a penalty anyway. Yeah, which, which was a dive <laughs> for James Norwood. What's the de- what date is it on Saturday? 27th. Well, I'm going to show you something now. Um, I was in work a couple of weeks ago at Thursday night, and obviously I'm a very professional guy, and so is the manager, Jay Wilco, and Bar Bar. And he was like, I've just got football manager on, on my iPhone. And I was like, do Trammy then. I said, you've got a week to get Tranmere into the Premier League. So we started doing the season with me in the DJ booth. Rex, and obviously it's this year's fixtures list is the proper for the first season. Okay. Take a look at that result. Jake, would you just tell everyone what that result is on Saturday the 27th of January 2018, football manager? Well, if I was doing a match report, we had a terrible start. Jack Davis puts Rex and 1-0 up in the 10th minute. Oh, not good. Typical However... Saturdays. The next five goals all came from James Norwood. <laughs> <laughs> and one from Jack Dunn. And we ran away. Comfortable 6-1 winners. 6-1 winners. With five, James, the five James Norwood yep, goals. I'll show it to the camera. Because we are filming today's podcast. Even better look at the end of the year. We win the league on 97 points. Admittedly, Leighton Orient a second. And Torquay finished fifth. So, you know... Great year for Torquay. Yeah, you know, I'll go and show that to the camera. I'm going to get it's right in front uh, of the camera. Yeah, yeah, go for it. I'm going to walk around past you. So, yeah, can we still get 97 points? I don't, I don't think, think so. I think but we'll 95. 95. Yeah, because we've do. dropped five since we said we can get yeah, 100 yeah. if we win every game. Man. Well, Matt's just showing the uh, pitch to the camera, which is... Yeah. Man, that looks it's like, probably not even going to show. Do you know anyway. when you see like? No, you can see. Look, I've just done it. Oh, excellent. Do you know when you see like? You can How have, professional? 
your granddad like trying to read something off a phone and he's like, <laughs> that, that was how Matt looked looking yeah, yeah. at that camera then. Yeah, the concentration just face was yeah. serious. You've got to bring it right into the face. Yeah. Concentration face, yeah, Matt was it's that, What's that meme with like, the like looking at a tiny piece of paper like that? <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Right, shall we get some uh, some thoughts of some fans who we asked to uh, send in their thoughts? Lou Williams sent in this, if we win and Macclesfield don't win their game on Saturday, it's back in our hands entirely. Well, that's not exactly true. but So it's huge for that reason, but it's the same for every game now on, all equally massive, so 16 cup finals to go. Uh, that's not good, we're not equal in finals, are we? Greg Clayton, who does amazing videos and is the official communications manager here at Tramie Rovers. Excellent. Uh, he says, the night before results day last year, uh, presume A-levels or something uh, well, I was slightly nervous that day would determine the next four years of my life I'm already twice as nervous for the Wrexham game and it's still three days away so, how did he get on in his A-levels actually now I need to know I don't know he's at uni so I'm guessing he, he must did alright well. or he got you know one, be one of them ones where I'm not suggesting anything there but I'm familiar that, you know if you don't do well in the exams if you get your mum to go and see the you know the person in charge of admit, um, you know, admissions you gas. And she beats him in a game of rock, paper, scissors when you get in anyway. That is exactly <laughs> what I was getting at. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, right, last last one. Holmes in 96, Tom Holmes yeah, says, this is the most I've looked forward to a Wrexham away game since we came down to this league. Both teams fighting for promotion and a bumper away crowd to support the lads. What could possibly go wrong? <sighs> he's just saying what I said, and he's exactly, yeah. see what I mean? We're all thinking the same thing. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm looking for, I really liked, I couldn't go last year because it was, um, it was early kickoff on the Saturday, wasn't it? It was on the telly, and yeah. it was two days before my dad's funeral. So I was like, Do you know what? Slightly more important things going on. Yeah. Um, but two years ago, when it was a Tuesday night in October, and I'm, if I'm right, that was we went top that night when we were beating Wrexham. We were top of the league for a very short time in that game. Um, yes. That's that might be my the favourite. Win, the win took us above Lincoln, who had a game in hand or two games in hand or something. No, no, they Cheltenham, were Cheltenham it like, three that year. Which one? I'm talking about two years ago, the night game. Oh, the night game. Sorry, yeah. I'm... Yeah. Um, and we went top that night for like... And that was... Because then the, the following game was the East League game where Mangan and Dawson both done the hammies in the same... We ended the game with nine men. That Wrexham game, that night, that's probably been my favourite game. As in like, just, I enjoyed everything. It was early in the season, so there wasn't... Yeah, the stakes weren't that no high. Pressure. The first big derby was a night game. Everyone, you know, a few drinks were drunk. That's not beat around Admittedly. the bush. Um, and it was that was it was a really good game. That I felt it was a really good game of football. Great finish by Mangi. Brilliant finish. Great balling by Sutton as well. And just that was until like Chester this year, Aldershot and Wembley. The scenes in that away end when when Maynard scored and then Mangan scored. Just that is you know, goosebumps. Just thinking of it. That's why you go to football matches. I think it's just the cold in this room. It is pretty brisk, actually. You know, I put my coat back on. <laughs> I had to miss our one nil win away last year, the, yeah. the league win, because I was working. I had work committing. I had to open. I was obviously managing the beer house. I had to open the bar so that we could show the smaller derby. The oh yeah. Liverpool. So I had to. I had to. Oh, be, I, I had to open for that. We had that on three big screens, and I watched our game on the computer, the DJ computer screen <laughs> on the night. at the end of the bar. And so I had us on the computer screen, like streamed from, I don't even know what it was streamed from, but I had that stream through. Not in the league. You see a very legal BC oh, yeah, yeah. Sport yeah, stream. Course, the BC Sport app. Course. Yeah, yeah. 
But I had that like probably about 15 minutes behind watching that while everyone behind me was watching Everton Liverpool, a bar full of people. And isn't I, it? I was the only person who had any interest in Isn't it horrible watching your team on the telly? I don't know how like football fans do it every week. I hate it. It's odd. It it's feels, because you're so not used to it, it feels odd. That's the difference, I think, happening. that we're so used to being at the game. Watching it on the telly feels like it's not a real game. Yeah, I remember I was at uni and like short of money and stuff and we had the amazing cup runs. And oh. watching like the Mill, uh, the Millwall, the away. Midday the kick game. off on a Midday, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, watching that on the, t- on a, on the BBC telly. One. In my uni flat. And, like the nerves, uh, it was, is a totally different experience because, like, when you're there, you actually feel like you can play a part. I was about I mean? to say the same thing, even though you. Don't. I'm stood shouting at a TV screen. When you screen, scream, it also matters a like, bit more if you're there. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's pointless. I I can't sort of encourage the players to got no play influence. a little bit better. So but you need to be at the game. You need to be at the game. And unfortunately, there's a few people who haven't got a ticket, which is unfortunate. It's ju- it is unfortunate. Tickets sold like hotcakes. We had, we'd sold 742 tickets by Saturday morning. And then Monday lunchtime, they were sold out. 100, uh, 1,000 when, when was the last time we truly sold out an away allocation? 100%. And people were actively, this far ahead of the game as well, Actively going, I'll pay 50 quid for a ticket. Is yeah, it Scumfop? Like people are actively on Twitter hunting for tickets. I think it was Scumfop, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Other than, there's been like the Chester and Rex, the Wrexham Ch- first year down here, the Chester game at half 11 on the Sunday morning. That was like, te- it was terrible, wasn't it? Because like, obviously half 11 on a Sunday morning. It was just a terrible game then as well, wasn't it? We won and we were... But we were just too dominant with a low scoreline. Yeah. We only won 1-0. And I think we probably had about 98% possession that day. Yeah. And it was just... Like, you sort of got bored of us having a ball on the edge of their box. And just... Yeah, it wasn't a good game, was it? Yeah, 1-0 penalty. But, yeah, the anticipation for this one. Because I, I went down to the club shop after the game on Saturday. And I said, like... So you've got... eight. We had about 800 tickets... 850 tickets left. And, he uh, went by Monday afternoon. I said, we, we'll, we'll sell them out. But I was thinking, like, we'll probably sell them out before, by Friday. But he went by Monday. And, yeah, unbelievable. Well, it's the same as... It's, the, it's, the, it's, it's a sign of the momentum. And it is. the positivity around the place. And the, the, the fans obviously want to be a part well, of it. Well, it's this. exactly, in a way, I was saying when was last time. Filed. When, I mean, I couldn't... And then they opened... They gave us opened the, the, the corner yeah. to give us more tickets. Yeah. But that was a case where I went, oh, I'll, I'll get tickets. Um, this was, thinking that, that was, day, it, was, yeah. it was Boxing Day. So it was still like a week before. And it was sold out. And I was like, Filed, oh. especially was one... Like, this is Wrexham, you sort of expect it. Filed was one way. Even though it was New Year's Day, you don't expect there to be like that urgency to get tickets. You well, can just sort of get them when you get them. A sentence that's never been said before is... I can't believe I couldn't get a ticket for the game at Fylde. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose that has probably never, ever been said before. Especially when the stadium was half empty. Anyway. Right, um, I'm conscious of time, and uh, we've got a few clips of Mickey Mellon and Ollie Norburn to play. No, what you mean, Paul, is Mickey game. Mellon and Norburn are joining us here now. Sorry, yeah, uh, Mickey Mellon, uh, talking to Dave Unless James. you're watching yeah. this, <laughs> Unless you're watching this with a video on YouTube... 
Yeah, and then they just hear in spirits. Um, yeah, in so case, um, they're, they're stuck behind the camera talking. Yeah, so shall we um, hear some thoughts? Yeah, so here is the gaffer talking to David Jones after Saturday's game and looking ahead to what he calls a fantastic game. So we uh, we now get dusted done and get recovered and we have a good week now and we get ready for a fantastic game of the weekend. And as you say, you know, the Embry's digging deep at the right time. You've, you've had a tremendous run. You need to keep this consistency going. And it, it's next game, next game to Wrexham now. Yeah. What one to look forward to? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a terrific game, isn't it? We, we, we have a smile on my face. I'm looking forward to that one. We, we certainly are. We know that the atmosphere will be electric. We'll bring, if they can bring any mere seats, we'll fill them for them. There's no doubt about that. And it will be uh, noisy. Uh, it will be a good game. And we're, we're looking forward to it. And in terms of players coming back, anybody else who might be in contention next week? Well, Cook will be back now because he serves his one-game ban. Um, so he'll be back. Um, there's young Eddie is probably not as bad as what we as 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 what we would, uh, it's, it's just kept him at today. So he will probably come into contention. Um, you've got people like James Wallace now knocking on the door. You have Tollett who isn't far away. Another week under his belt. We'll have a look at that one as well. So, we've got some talented boys to come back into the group again. Um, an important time of the season. So the gaffer there had a massive smile on his face when he was just thinking about the game against Wrexham, and that was sort of he gets it. Yeah, he, he knows how it. big the game is, and like that excitement is there because he wants to get the. You know, he wants to get the points. He mentioned that, like, if there's any more seats, we'll fill them. Uh, and that was before, obviously, we'd sold an extra thousand tickets in a, a day and a half. But, um, yeah, so it's all building up to be a good one. Ollie Norburn is also looking forward to the game. Although, trying to play it down a little bit, he just says that the Rovers players are going to be taking it as any other game. I'm sure the boss is saying one game at a time, but I mean the next one is a really big one, isn't it? The the local derby at Wrexham. Yes, it's a, it's a massive game, um, big game, but we're just going to take it like any other game and go into that game knowing what we want and know where we want to be at be come the end of the season. So we'll have a, a good week starting on Monday for next week, building up to the game, and we'll go again. In those other games, just how important is it to start it well? You know, it's a big atmosphere. You know. It's, the ball can be flying around, you know, very very quickly. So, so how do you start that sort of game? Yeah, like I say, it is a it is a big game, but we've got enough experience and and no game, no all in that change room to know that it's, it's it's any other game. We've just got to take it like any other game. Um, hopefully, we'll go there. We'll have, we'll have a, a good following, and you know, we'll take the game to them. And <clears throat> as far as next week's concerned, I mean, important, isn't it? I suppose for sides around you, certainly not to lose, but what a, what a bonus it would be if you could beat Wrexham. Definitely. And like I say, we'll be going there knowing what we want from the game. Um, and, you know, we, we know where we want to be, like I've said, and it's for other teams to be checking their shoulders and know that Tramway are coming. And you're never taking your focus away from top spot, are you? We've not, no. Right, so Ollie Norburn says that the players haven't taken their eyes off top spot with a cheeky little smile on his face as he cheeky was, little uh, monk smile as he was saying that. Right, score predictions for Saturday, Matt. <sighs> and, and you do yours first. I'm gonna one nil Rovers, two nil Rovers, and Bucko, Sut or Geno. Two of the two of them three will to get score. sent off. Two of them three will score. I, uh, 
I've my pessimistic brain says we're going to get beat three nil. You're not going to invite you back for the February edition. The positive part of my brain says we're going to win three nil. Let's go with that then. So they add up to a nil nil. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> or three or. I don't think a point would be the end of the world. No, I don't. But I really think if we want to, if we want to win the, if we want to go up automatically, we've got to beat them. No pressure, boys. The way I see it, they're three points ahead of us in the Tramier v Wrexham League, and I don't yeah. want them to win the league four points to one in the Tramier v Wrexham League. So mm. I'd like this. I'd like us to win on goal difference and get a two 0 win. I've just got that ominous thought of last year when we got beat home and away by Lincoln by you know, a single goal both times. And that was what... And they win the league by four points. Uh, that literally was the difference. Yeah. So, yeah, we need, we've got to win. We've got to win on Saturday. Yeah. It's the biggest game of the season. Big game Saturday. Big game coming up shortly against Macclesfield as well. So, yeah. there's plenty of points to take off those teams that are just above us at the minute. So and we've still got older shot at home. Plenty, we will take. plenty of games to look forward to and plenty of chances to take our spot at the top speaking of games to look forward to I remember looking forward to a big game and it was what 18 no 17 17 years 17 years ago shall we remind everyone what it was uh, what happened on the 27th of January 2001 St Yates' Day Rechtenberg disappointed that there was no quick outlet for him Hunsworth with the header. Graham Allen knocks it forward. Pockets it in space. Faced by Hunsworth. Back out to Flynn. Gates arrives. Oh yes! Flynn. Parkinson wants it down the line. Rydouts trying to make a position in the middle. Kumas. The final score here of Everton nil, Tranmere three. It doesn't get any better than that. Doesn't that is by far the best day I've ever had sporting Tranmere. Some by a mile. Some people say they'd love us to get Everton again. I hope we never ever play them again. I also because I, I have this argument with Everton fans where like, oh, you know, me, I was like, ah, but last time we played, we beat you three now. I was like, ah. But we'd beat you if we played again. I was like, ah, but we're not going to play again. We're never... <laughs> so, you're only as good as your last we're not, result. We're not in the league, so you, we can't get you in the League Cup. And we're never going to get to the third round of the FA Cup. So the joke's on <laughs> you, Everton fans. As far as I'm concerned, you're only as good as your last result. And we beat you 3-0. <laughs> so we are comfortably better than you. We're not just a little bit better than you. Yeah. And they've got Allardyce as a manager now, so it's even better. Yeah. They, I think they'd park the bus against us. I think they'd, they'd try and settle for a nil nil. No, be fair, they had a shot the other day. Oh, God. Scored as well, didn't they? Unbelievable. I seen a stat after the Spurs game when they got beat. Was it 4 nil by Spurs? Yeah, at Wembley. Shots on target. They were bottom of the whole Premier League with four shots. And even Swansea were in 19th with 13 shots. Yeah. So they were, 
they were nine shots on target behind Swansea. They were the bottom of the in the whole of European football or professional divisions. The least amount of shots over like that four game period. <laughs> Not like that doesn't sound like an Allardyce team. A bit like that day on twenty seventh January. Then. Uh, can't shots. get near the goal. Cannot get near the, the goal. goal. Right. So Jake was obviously you were about what you were still a fetus or something back then. Two thousand one. Five. Five. You win at the game. No recollection of the game. No recollection of the game, apart from the video. Yeah, video. Obviously, videos. I've seen a lot of videos. Where about were you you in the upper or lower Bullens? I was in the upper Bullens. I was in the lower Bullens, and it was just. I was on the front row with the upper. Surprised didn't go over. Uh, I almost did. It was (laughs) completely honest. Like we've we've all been part of wild celebrations at Tramway games. Obviously, normally aways. I mean. it wrecks them away, springs to mind. I've seen a, a lot years of ago. people fall over a lot of seats. Um, like Wembley, obviously. We're both 1990, 2000. Um, I wasn't there in 91 and last year. That Everton game was just, I, it was pandemonium. If you could put dictionary definition, put a clip of the away fans there, pandemonium. I had a friend who was in the main stand watching and he said he's never seen a cra- a, like he said, it was just a sea of bodies going up and down. You couldn't make out an individual person. It was just a sea. And I was like, I wish nowadays someone would have been filming it in their home stand and would have yeah. you know, had a, a really good bit of yeah, footage yeah. of the fans. Just the shame that they were the camera. But you can see when uh, Yates' first header goes in and he runs off celebrating, it cuts back to Thomas Myra and the camera, because it's obviously... Goodison is there, isn't it? It's like next to the away fans. It's shaking all over the place. Like, it can, and you can just hear. And even I'm sure about this. It might have been heard on it, or you might have caught it in the clips a little bit too early. After the header goes in, you hear the crowd cheer, and then the sound of the crowd drops. So I think whoever was doing the editing on match of the day, filming it, they must have had to turn the crowd mics down because it was so loud. I swear, if you, if yeah, on you the video, well, on the, definitely on the video we've got, whether, you know, with a little bit of uh, technology that Match of the Day actually edited in a bit of Tony Gubbert uh, commentary over the top. But ba- basically, he says, yes, so Yates' header goes in, and then the sound drops. That's what I mean. And his voice disappears for about two minutes because the crowd was just so loud and it was. It was the most amazing day I've ever had supporting Tramway. It was, it was brilliant. Until Saturday. Until Saturday, yeah. Which Wait is a minute. Be even better. Was that literally the 27th? 27th, so yeah. 17 years to the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- If ever there's an omen. Got what did I say? What did that? What was my um, positive score prediction? 3-0. And I didn't even put two and two together. So who's going to score the Kumas Steve Yates. Who's going to... Ollie Norburn. <laughs> yeah. Norburn's... Yates, two headers, it's gotta be Andy Cook, hasn't it? No. Back post. Okay, well, who scores the two headers? Richie Sutton. Richie Sutton. Richie Sutton. Fair enough. Fair enough. And Sutton it will ever be St. Sutton Day. <laughs> oh my god. I, I like St. Buxton Day better though, but he's, he's not Saint known Macca for his headers. He doesn't come off for corners anymore, does he, Macca? No, but I'm sure we could persuade him to if he's gonna get a Saint hold. Sutton's got previous for scoring at Wrexham though. Yeah. We could have some bonkers Saint days, couldn't we? St. Rydhouse Day? St. Norwood Day would be a heavy one, but that'd be a national holiday. St. <laughs> Norwood Day would He's already argue, a lord. He would argue it was St. Norwood Day every day. Yeah. I don't think he'd like the idea of St. Norwood Day because in his mind that would mean the rest of the days he wasn't important. Yeah. <laughs> like he needs to be, he needs to feel like a saint every day. 
Well, you all know your running feud with James Norwood, Jake. Anyway. Yeah. The less said about that, the better, <laughs> eh? You know, so, yeah. he's just a sore loser. What a day it was. No, it was fantastic. And, like, uh, I think I tweeted last night saying that it was just, like, hugging random people you've never met before, but just sort of just jumping around, pandemonium, as you said, Matt. Oh, it was just, just hugging people. And it was just fantastic. And I remember getting there early because I knew it was, like, a big game and I wanted to be there and soak up the atmosphere. Then the kickoff got delayed for, like, 40 minutes or something. Did, I, I was... I. Wasn't sure if that it did happen, didn't it? It did, yeah. It got delayed, and so I was what eighteen at the time, and so we legally went, allowed to drink. Let's point that out. Yeah, so we did go to a pub for a public a house for a few lager shandies. Yeah, not wrong with that. Yeah, and um, Merseyside police. Yeah, no, it was it was all fine and safe. Um, but did yeah. you get the official buses over? And it was literally happy hours. No, because I was I was School quite buses. from Barry, so we oh, parked yeah. up mm-hmm. Stanley Park. Anyway, yeah, um, less said about that. Yeah. Um, parts up, Stanley Park, walk down, a few drinks, and um, yeah, no, it's just uh, it was just the most fantastic day. You really couldn't was. write a day like that, could you? No, because we were like, it, if you're looking at it sort of statistically, we were bottom of the championship at the time. Sure, we did battered the week before by someone as well. Like, absolutely yeah, smashed. Like, look at that team it happens as well. all that the time. You look not... at look at Bristol City against Man City. Like their previous results have been pretty poor. Yeah. But they put in a, like a really good performance. Raised the game. Just, only just lost out in the, in the semi-final. But it was, it was exactly like that. We were terrible. And we were bottom of the league. They were, well, they were kind of mid-table in the Premier League. But like nobody, nobody had, had written a, a possible upset. And you can tell that because it wasn't live on the TV. Yeah. I was thinking that's weird. You think local, if you think Why about it. Why wasn't it on the telly? Local lo, local derby, possible upset because we were famous for giant killing. Yeah, we just time. got Wembley the year before, and um, yeah, it wasn't live on the TV. I've never really thought about that, Paul. That's really annoyed me now. Yeah, obviously it starred on Match of the Day. The, I'm the, sure the, United the or Liverpool were on TV because they yeah, were on yeah. TV every single week. Yeah, well, Man United's first round, third round, FA Cup time is the first time in about 19 years that they haven't been televised. Yeah, it's the first FA FA Cup, Cup, their first FA Cup game in something ridiculous like 80 games, wasn't it, which hadn't been televised? Like 19 years, something like that. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, fantastic day. Let's, uh, let's, we, uh, again, we asked for some, some comments from fans on Twitter and stuff. Chris Fenlon, he says, my man. Oh, not him. Sorry. My memory that will last from the day is looking around the ground after St. Yates scored the second, his second goal. Small pockets of CRFC fans around the ground were now celebrating, unlike the first two goals. Um, obviously sitting on their hands, thinking they were going to get a barrage of abuse. Can I just butt in and tell you a story about Chris Fenlon? Am I, by the memory of Chris Fenlon, is him um, fondling my testicles on the terrace at Accrington away in the FA Cup first round, 2008? Well, that gives you an insight into this guy's comments. Huh? Exactly. So you can't believe a word he says. No. Next. So let let me tell you Fend the final me. line of his tweet. Oh God. Including the birth of my child, <laughs> I've never felt happier than that. Well, I'll tell you what, I felt a lot happier <laughs> like when he stopped doing that at Accrington. There's a photo somewhere of him doing it. <coughs> I'll have to dig that out. No, right. I burnt them. Uh, Daniel Kelly, I can get it, only go by the highlights for St Yates Day and what a day it looked to be. The feeling is probably a thousand times better than securing Wembley at Prenton Park last season. Very nervous for Saturday. 
it's a key game for us, big three points. Let's make it a day to look back on, just like Sinead's Day, which is what we spoke about. It's the anniversary. Right, Kev Ebbs, going to the Royal Oak after the Everton game and getting nothing but generous congratulations from Blue Noses. Don't think I paid for a beer all night, that's good. Uh, I did have to pay for a few beers. Quite rightly so. But anyway. Uh, Roy McDonald. Yeah, exactly. End up in the Royal. I'll have it. Anyway. Roy McDonald, I was at the game but the missus was shopping in town. She was on the bus home and the driver had the commentary on the radio. She said when the first, third goal went in, the driver stopped the bus and sat with his head in his hands. <laughs> that was quality. I wish I'd, well, obviously I don't wish I'd been on that bus, but no. it would have been quite Unless funny. he was running ahead of schedule, in which case he's done the right thing. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, any more? Paul Burroughs, me and my dad literally floated back to Lime Street. So proud, so happy. Um, I'm impressed. I'm more impressed than quote floating all the way to the entry. Got a quote from the Daily Post from the Monday after the game. I think I bought that. I've got it somewhere. Uh, so thanks to Tranmere Andy for posting this. Everton players may disagree and hopefully prove us wrong, but the fact remains that they are responsible for the most embarrassing Everton defeat in most fans' <laughs> living memory. So full credit to Tranmere in that match report. Nice one. Do you want, like, so thank you for your, thank you for sending in your messages and we stuff. We were only we a championship were. team. <laughs> yeah, we were well on our way to League One. Yeah, no, but to be fair, they got they got like a conference champion. They got beat by Shrewsbury, did they? A couple um, of years later, two thousand and three, January two thousand and eight-ish. Yeah, yeah it was Jackson. away. But that was on Shrewsbury. I think they were just about to go go into the conference. Yeah, yeah. So and that was a gay meadow, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So surely that's a little bit more embarrassing. But home, it's that thing of being home to us, yeah. you know. the league. I think they were at home when they got beat 1-0 by all. They were 2008, was when that happened. And, if, you know, maybe, what about that bloody... Oh, they've had loads of... since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they should rethink that. <laughs> we, we yeah, they, he has to rewrite his bottom line of his match report every year. Do you know what, I will season. say this, that, like, every... They've been... So, ever since the day, Evertonians, everyone I meet... Uh, still to this day are very gracious about that day they all just go you were the much better side you yeah. beat us and that's why Evertonians do tend to be much more logical in their thinking than a lot of Liverpool fans that I, I meet I, t- I tell you what Liverpool fans are completely irrational and like they, they've they got thoughts above themselves they haven't won the league since 1990 but they're going to win the league every season Everton fans are a little bit more realistic I think I think getting beat 3-0 alone by Tramia does that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. Do you know what I mean? Literally, he should change. Brings you back down to earth, doesn't it? With, a, with bump. A, a bump and a half of a capital B-U-M-P. Like, we started an avalanche of terrible results forever and over the next 17 years. Like, he said that was the most embarrassing defeat they've ever had, and since then they've topped that defeat. Oh, my nine, beer. About, <laughs> <laughs> they've topped that defeat about nine times. <laughs> That so, we, the Wigan one was a good one, wasn't it? It was at the FA Cup quarter-final. Wigan were 3-0. Rock bottom some. of the Premier League and he conceded three goals in like 30 seconds. Yeah. I yeah. feel sorry. They are, they're long-suffering fans, haven't fans, I suppose, aren't they? I mean, yeah. Almost as long as us. I mean, their record, in, their, their record in the Derby games is... Uh, the Anfield record especially. God almighty. I know a lot of Everton fans do that hurts a lot. Like They've got anxiety about going to Anfield. They literally go... We could have, you could put the Barcelona team in Everton shirts at Anfield and they'd fall apart. Like, they'd just like melt on the pitch. It's like, Ooh, we can't handle it. A bit like Tramia in big games, but let's hope that's changed and will change. No, it's, 
so we'll channel Jay. the spirit of Steve Yates and Jason Kumas on Saturday. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, should be should be good Saturday. Uh, right? Just turn up, boys. Come on. Do it for yeah. us. There's 1,800 of us going. Indeed. Maybe more on the home end, although we, let's not condone that behaviour. No, we do not There's nothing that. wrong with going to a game of football. And enjoying it. As know, a neutral fan. As a neutral, yeah. Yeah. Just don't cause any trouble, please. Right. Um, right, a few plugs before we finish, if I may. Um, right, we've got an evening with Jan Morby coming up on the 2nd of February. Now, I know I'm going to get absolute dog's abuse for plugging the fact that a former Liverpool player is coming. But... Um, so this is just a venue. All the ex-Liverpool players live on the better side of the Mersey Ooh. in the Wirral. So he's just doing it close to home. Um, he's very funny, actually, Jan Morby. So if you want to come down, tickets are still available, I believe. Contact the commercial department, 0151609-3390 or email commercial at uk. Um, and that should be a nice night. Uh, Tramere Rovers in the community. Oh, Paul, wait there, wait there, wait there, wait there, there. This sounds a bit like Paul Harper's ad break. Yeah, it does a little bit. Okay, now let's go to Paul Harper's ad break. Please continue. Yeah, right. Um, Tramere Rovers in the community have their soccer schools coming up. I think it's the 20th to the 22nd. They're really, I went and, I did them as a kid. Yeah, so they're really good and very popular. And I think that there's only about 10 places left. Um, from what I can gather. So if you want to get involved with your, if you want to get your child involved, <laughs> rather, unless you have a child listening, in which case. Hey, not wrong with young listeners. Nag your mum and dad to get yourself a place. I, um, I met Graham Branch at mine. I did the February half term one. Excellent. Won the, uh, Superstar Award, obviously. I mean, yeah. you know. Um, one of your proudest achievements. Yeah, I remember it. Well, I'll talk you through. This is the sort of thing they do. This was, the Superstar Award was awards as the kid. You, do, you did like five separate things. There was a, you had to do keep up challenge, one on one challenge, penalty challenge. Then there was like a, a dribble challenge and something else. And it was whoever got the highest score aggregate, you know, of, of those. Um, yeah, four marks and all. Yeah. I think I genuinely got. without saying, don't Yeah, it? well, um, I remember because I, I got put in, an, I was like 10, I think, at the time, and I got put in a, an old age group there. So all, I had those mates there, and they were in one group because it was split into two groups, and I was in this other one, didn't know anyone. Because you were far superior. Well, I didn't want to be the one to say it, Paul, but there's 70 <laughs> goals in the under 14s, 1998, 99. That's all I'm saying. There's a film you award. I'll try, and dig, I'll try and dig out my trophy. I've got it there. It's a little TRFC Superstar Award. I'm trying to, would it be 93? Maybe February 94, it might there have been. There is a picture of Tim Roberts, who is club secretary here. Bloody good his, bloke. Yeah, with his little certificate or whatever it is, <laughs> uh, which is in his office. So oh, was he? We, we, might, we might have been on the same one, yeah. I think Tim is a year older than I am. Mm. Mm. Not wanting to give my age away. No, I see what you did there. <laughs> where, where, where is it held now, Paul, out of interest? Uh, Bevington High. Oh, cause it used to be so Shafts. on the 3G. When I did, I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on 3G as well. I did it at Shafts in February on them pitch, on Shafts pitches. Imagine yeah, what yeah. that was like. Yeah. A mud bath. Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, it's so a bye bye. Tuesday to Thursday, 20th to the 22nd. Highly recommended. I'd highly recommend it. So yeah, contact community at tramaroos.co.uk or phone 0151-608-2354. And, uh, I'm going to plug myself, oh, well, tiny t- a little Jesus. bit. TRC TV on YouTube, which you may be watching now. Hello. Hello. Um, on YouTube. Um, so yeah, subscribe. 
there's loads of you already doing so more than 4,100 of you already subscribing but if you want to get all the latest official club video content uh, all you need to do click subscribe on our YouTube channel uh, youtube.com slash official Chummy Rovers and uh, you'll get all the content to your device straight away I've got a bone to pick with you about that actually some, the Chummy YouTube channel is not working on my iPad everything else works I, I go to load the video. This is not a joke. <laughs> I, I go to That's load. Being blocked. I go to load. I'll click on the video at Mickey's postmaster presser, and it'll just go to a black screen, and it won't load. I click on a video from any other channel other than the Chami channel, and it works. Okay. Have you got your iPad with you? No. Right, bring it in next time. I'll fix it. There we go. I am That's going to the tough. Apple shop later. Maybe I should take it there. You should, yeah. Right do, do I take it to the Apple shop or the Chami shop, which has got a better repair reputation? Okay. Probably say the Apple shop have got a better chance. Yeah. You've never seen good tea on an iPad. Imagine coming into the tramway shop and going, um, where's the genius bar? <laughs> <laughs> well, it might, might soon be, uh, that might soon be added to the shop, I reckon. I reckon you should, yeah, definitely. Mm. Can I get like a little booth in the shop? Just a little, like, I don't know what I'll what, sell. DJ booth? Oh, no, like fact. a lemonade stand where well, he sells like oh, a bit project things. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's, mad, it's Madhouse now, isn't it? We've uh, changed. Yeah. It's Madhouse things. What happened there? Haven't you loads of t-shirts called Matt Hibbert's Project? No, still, it's still the same face, but... Um, that doesn't say anything. No, don't worry about that. I haven't got like 10,000 <laughs> no, defunct t-shirts that I'll have to sell. Um, yeah, we were worried, weren't we? Yeah. I was, I was very worried, yeah. Thinking, oh my God, what, that's that surplus in the, in the lock-up in Liverpool. Oh, I'm um, for you every night. What's I, brought the change on? What? What's brought the change on? I just, you know, there's, it's like everything, it's January it's transfer window, you just think, we said, what is, what, we went, what is a Matt Hibbert Project? And I went, I don't want anyone knowing about my actual projects. You know, because I'm, you know, they're private, personal things and my private, personal spare time. So we thought, might have been Madhouse, because it is a Madhouse. And I, I suppose a project has got to start and finish, hasn't it? Yeah, really? and I've not finished many things. And like, so, so, if you just carried on doing it forever, then... Yeah, when's this project finished? When's, this, yeah, when's exactly. the end date? Go, I haven't got one. Yeah, you're right. I have got something I'd like to speak about, though, and it's, it, it's going to benefit everyone. It's my little... It is a project, genuinely. This is now the matter of a project. Is I've seen your collection of Premier League years. Well, that is that could be part of it. I have now over Christmas. My, I know I put a shout out to people saying anyone who's got any old Chambi videos, season reviews, and my plan was to get them all converted from video to MP4, and then I've got them now. I've pretty much got awesome. Every every single one from '88. So it starts with the mercantile credit at football league thing. Yeah. Every single one up to the Wembley season. Cool. Um, converted on there. 2000. Yep, 99, 2000. I think I might even have, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get 2000, 2001. Um, I've got every single big game we've ever had. The highlights in some cases, the full match. Yeah. All there. I've got loads of other things like, oh, remember Oldo the video? Do you remember that? I think we've got a copy of it in the office. Yeah, we? well, I've got that, I've got that. Oh, um, Loads of other, any sort of tramway related thing that's happened in the last 25, 30 it's years. It's electronic. Yeah. Excellent. Um, that is a wonderful idea. It's 45 gig at the minute. So the plan is, I've got, I'm going to get 64 gig sticks, put them on there, and basically sell them to, pe- if people want them, it's, you know, to be able to plug in the telly and watch. That's what I've been doing, in fact, is watching, um, I watched the whole Wembley 2000, 2000 season the other day. 
George Santos done some tackles, didn't he? <laughs> every ga- every game, every game, there's a mass brawl, pretty much. Yeah. That was the year I think we got nine sendings off. I think I remember. That's why we had the, we only need ten men. Banner at ready at Wembley for the inevitable red card. I did an interview with Clint Hill a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, um, he was obviously involved in a few of those red cards. Yeah, I think eight season after, I mentioned to him. Did you realise you did not get sent off and you only got, I think, three yellow cards the following season? We went down. Correlation. Am I, am I making too much look, of this? No, I think you're right. You he, he wasn't tough. Clint, Clint and the lucky red card. <laughs> yeah. Not zero toughness. Yeah. How many times did we go down to 10 men that season and win? Yeah. Including when we put an 11th man on. Does that mean we play, <laughs> does that mean you're saying we played worse when Clint was on the pitch and we were better with 10 men than no, 11 no, no, with we, Clint? we played well. We'd get in the lead. We'd, he'd obviously get sent off, but we'd always keep the lead. Just sneak another fella on. Yeah, just sneak another fella on. <laughs> A lot of the time we still had the 11 men just wearing Clint. Freely, on you get some. Yeah. You're going to wet this one away, Freely. Yeah. Just try and, don't do anything. Don't, just blend in in the background. <laughs> do not do, do not, like, head the fucking free kick. I mean, God almighty. <laughs> What a shambles that was. Uh, and of all the people who t- t- to send on anonymously, you send on a guy with pale white skin and a ginger hair. Frail by name, frail by nature. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, heads it away. But yeah, do, I mean, do you think this is a, an endeavour people would be, if you are, if you're listening, you, you would be interested in this. I'm going to, but then my thinking was, I've got, there's like 20 gig left free on this USB. I've got no more trammy stuff really to put on it. Would you want the prem- would people want me to put Premier League years on? Oh no, no, no. I'll find some other stuff. I'll find some of my personal stuff to put on there. I've got a load of stuff that like games and stuff that like just great games from when videos stopped existing. On video on VHS and D V D as well. Every uh, goodie camp. I was thinking I was thinking obviously the club get videos. A, well the club used to get a DVD of every game ah. from the opposition. So every sort of away game, we should have a copy of a video or a um, DVD. A co- somewhere. Sort of goodie cam. Because that's Since the one about thing. About 93. The one smart. thing that's missing is pretty much content from 2001 onwards. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got loads of DVDs. They, re- they still release season reviews, but I think it was they used to do half season reviews and then one at the end. Yeah, yeah. And they want DVDs, so if you could get me them. Yeah, that, yeah, that'll, that'll, I can rip them from DVD. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then that added up to, may as well fill it as full as possible. Yeah, yeah. 64 gig of I'll everything. Sort, I'll sort it out. And then, then I'll get them and if people want them, like, I'll, I'll source good 64 gig USB sticks for as cheap as I can. And then I'll do them to order. So if someone wants one, I'll get them and, you know. That's something to look forward to then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, obviously I'll put very much so. a very small service charge. But my accountant is listening to this. That's it. Is this twenty five? <laughs> is this twenty five ninety nine for the service, George? You know what I mean. It's um, plus posters and packaging. Yeah, even though they'll be getting collected from me. And there's still a, there's a collection for you as well. There's fifty p collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, what's that when you buy tickets? What's, charge. What's it called? The booking fee. Booking fee. Booking fees. Yeah, I, I wish I didn't have to do it. I can't help it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's out my hands. Yeah, but yeah, that's a little thing. If people are interested, tweet me maybe on Twitter and say that you would be interested because hopefully get that done in um, maybe by the end of the next month. Get that them ready to go out. Sounds. Right, shall we wrap this shenanigans up? Let's do it. Right, let's go through Twitter handles. Go on. At Paul Harper eighty two at Trammy Rovers, obviously the club account. Yeah. Uh, Facebook dot com slash TLFC official Instagram at Trammy Rovers. Blah blah blah. 
Um, what's your home address as well for abuse? I've moved, and I'm not telling anyone the new address. So. We'll find it out. Okay. I've got, I know people. Leroy feces on the cow shed's wall <laughs> this time tomorrow. I'll speak to Leroy. He can have anyone's address in 25 minutes. Nicely done, nicely done. Mine, J-K-O, K-E-O-G, double H, because I've spotted a lot of, a lot of, Positive sweets that get sent to us <laughs> get sent to a completely different JKO. <laughs> I still see them because I see Paul and Matt retweet them. Well, ah, What's yours? Though, isn't it? You've got an underscore in it. Yeah. No JKO, just JKO, but with a double H ah, at that's the end it. because the person with the single H spelled correctly is like some like eleven year old from California who hasn't tweeted since like two thousand and nine. You can you can claim uh, that Twitter. You can do it. You know, if you put claim in with Twitter. How do I do this? I'm gonna. I'm not, uh, Find this person. Find them, you can do it. You, you need to like find their account. Email to it. Go. Someone is not impersonating me, but there's a defunct account with an account name I'd like. And as, as long as they can verify that you you are a JKO and you want it for the reason for that, and that this account has not done anything, it's been dormant for like six, seven, eight years or longer, they will get rid of it and change your um, name. Paul's just finding them now. Yeah, the Wi-Fi is not great. Here, is what it? a surprise! The Wi-Fi <laughs> charm is terrible. <laughs> Um, I'm at Matt Hibbert, I think you all know. Um, I'll do all my socials, shall I? I'll get a little plug in. At Matt Hibbert on Twitter. At Matt Hibbert 17 on Instagram and Snapchat. I'm not going to give me home address out just yet. Um, but yeah, I'm available for club. So where's the collection point then, if it's not your home address? I'll meet them at a assigned collection point. <laughs> right, so. And just I found only will be paid in brown envelopes full of used £5 notes, please. We found at JKO. He joined Twitter in February 2012 and hasn't tweeted since February 2012 so he didn't even use it for like a few years and then give up in 2012 he's not an he egg, used though. it for less than a month no he he had the time to put he's a picture on it he's an Australian and he, he looks very young he plays basketball you can claim that message message him and he oh, just he, he, he's sporty jet ski he has a family plays basketball and jet skis he just tweets pictures yeah and he loves his sister so he's not tweeted for six his years sister, so he had it for a week is, he had it for a week. His sister set his Twitter account up on the 12th and he hasn't tw- tweeted since the 19th of February. I think six years dormant is enough. Shall we read his last message? Because I think this is quite funny. Go on. If I've sent you a message about, uh, if I've sent you a message saying something about nasty things, don't open it. It is spam. Sorry to all. And then that's it. That's his Twitter account finished. Well, he's a nice guy. At least he was nice enough to, to warn us. He's got 21 followers. 21 followers. More Please do not open my me- <laughs> Please do not open my messages. I don't want to spam you. Well done. Well done to you, JK. Have you I wish listened? I, I'm sure he is. Yeah, I may follow him. Well, he is. Please don't. He, he gets getting more followers. He and gets all the messages that are meant to be sent to you. So it's all good. Please don't follow him because if you saw following him and everything. So yours is JKO, but with double H at the end. If he gets yeah. an extra hundred followers today, then I won't be able to get his Twitter account. People will th- then people will think his account is active. Yeah, you will be able to do it. There's your job for the week. By the next podcast, I want you to have that Twitter handle, just at JKO. I'd love that. That's what dreams are made of. As Lizzie McGuire once said. <laughs> I don't know that. I reckon oh, this is God almighty. Disney Channel, Hilary Duff. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't get that. That's your I, know, other, I know what Lizzie McGuire that's is. That's your other homework, is go home and watch the Lizzie McGuire movie as well. Oh, <laughs> Watch that what while a day you've got to <laughs> line up. Watch <laughs> that while you're tweet while you're tweeting Twitter about Jake Keogh, the original. Uh, web address is trammyrovers.co.uk. All the stuff. YouTube channel as well. YouTube channel YouTube.com/slash official Everyone should go and subscribe. SoundCloud. Should. SoundCloud. 
dot com slash Tramia Reavers. And then iTunes podcast app, just search Tramia. Yeah. Match commentary, mixlr.com slash Tramia dash Reavers. MySpace. On the website. Bebo. What's the MSN messenger name? MSN Messenger. Oh, I wish, I wish we I could. I reckon it was just T- TRFC official. <laughs> I might just say that's defunct now, isn't it? Yeah, like no, CFAX as well. Shame, yeah. innit? What a shame. So yeah, um, all good stuff going on. Uh, I want to do this every couple of weeks. Availability might be difficult. I'm a busy we'll man. Paul Jake's a busy man. We'll definitely do it once, at least once a month. Yeah, once a month. We, we have had do- your feedback. Uh, which, thank you very much for that, by the way. Um, much appreciated. Appreciated. Uh, we'd love to do it every week, but like time is obviously very Time is of the essence. Just so, because by the time this goes out, there will be, this will be a talking point. Leeds United have just this hour is that a change announced of the new crest. And that is <laughs> that a very, can't be that is, honestly, that is, this is official Leeds. That is a new crest. I'm going to say this now. That's not going to go down well with the Leeds supporters. <laughs> it hasn't. It hasn't at all. I've just seen a group chat of messages with my friends laughing at it and thought, so I need to see this. And It looks like an MLS logo. It hasn't yeah, it gone Like the Chicago Fire would have that. Yeah. That's a dish. Like, that Why change the badge? That'll be like Everton. No, 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 but the picture is a, of, a, of a, a man wearing a shirt, a white shirt, obviously for Leeds, with his arm across his chest, with his fist blocking where the club badge would be. Yeah. That's what is it's the, the old, point? He's got last year's He's got the old kit. The old yeah, yeah, he's trying to hide <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I get it now, I get it. It's rubbish. Anyway, right. Thanks ever so much for listening. This has been This Is Tramia. What a I've great been, time we've I've had. been Paul Harper. You have been Paul Harper. I hope you continue to be Paul Harper. Yeah. I've been Jake Keel. Too busy tweeting the about... official voice of Tramia Rovers. Yeah. Not the official JQ on Twitter, though, apparently. No. No, no, I'm, not so. I'm very... You can act there. And as ever, I've been Matt Hibbert, chairing this discussion in the coldest place on planet Earth. Yeah, Sub-Zero, um, Ice Station, Prenton Park. I wonder what Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat's doing these days. Mm. I think he's still freezing people. I've, I would assume so. Jake, look into that for me as well as part three of your homework. Yeah. Okay. What's Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat up to these days? Something to look forward to in the next episode. Yeah. Right, roll the credits. Thank you very much. Let's, uh, we'll play out with the Rockford Files. No, not the Rockford Files. It's, uh, the Tramia fans chanting Sue White Army. Oh, sorry. I'm hit. Getting mixed, I'm getting mixed up with me outros and intros. Yep. Hit the music, please. There, Paul, press, press that button there. Beep. No, 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 no. That one over there. You, that was the wrong one. Beep. Yes. So easy to get them imaginary buttons confused. Sue White Army. Beep.